podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Did you know that today's guest, Paul Magalietta of the Misfit Faction, is a fan of our bad jokes? And he likes superheroes, too. Do you know what goes with Batman shampoo? Of course, Conditioner Gordon. Attention, Rebels of the Show Pollution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, you can get some of the Sherpa's jokes for free at the gift shop. So take as many as you like. We're begging you. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hello, Rebels of the Sherpa Lucian, and welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts and so much more. It is I, Jim, the podcast Sherpa, your faithful Sherpa here, sitting atop of Mount Podcastia, looking to bring you new shows. And you know what? You are very lucky if you tuned in this week. Because we have a new feature for the show, and we will get to that after we speak to our guest today. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? His name is Paul Maglietta, and he has a podcast network called The Misfit Faction. And so far, they've got three podcasts in that network, and they talk about superheroes and movies and everything in between. Got to know Paul, super nice guy. I think you're going to like him. Of course, you're going to like him because he's on the show. So let's have a listen to my conversation with Mr. Paul Maglietta of the Misfit Faction. Hello there, Rebels. We are in the Misfit Room <laughs> with the leader of the Misfit Faction. He is involved with a podcast network with three shows. We have the Cinematic Adventures podcast, the Multiverse Fancast, and MF Uncensored. His name is Paul Maglietti. And he's here to let us get to know a little about him and about this empire that he has created. How do you like that, Paul? <laughs> well, empire is such a strong, strong word for uh, a bunch of guys just sitting in, in my basement, <laughs> having, <laughs> having a couple of beers and talking about, you know, whatever's going on. But thank you, Jim, for having me. It's, it's such an honor. I know this was a, a work in progress to get us together and I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited to be here. Well, glad to have you on the show. So Everybody that hosts the podcasts, they're all friends of yours. So it's basically always a bunch of buddies sitting around and talking whatever topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's funny, like a few years ago, and, and you know, anybody who's over the age of 30 knows this, that as you get older, it is harder and harder to spend time with your friends. You, you yes. have to schedule it. You have to, all right, well, I can't do Friday the 13th, but I could do Saturday the 12th. Like it's, it's such a, a, a challenge. And Somebody pointed out to us once, they were like, you know, you guys, like, when you talk, you get so passionate, you get so excited about, like, whatever it is. And we suddenly we were like, you know what, let's start 
I've been listening to podcasts for years. I'm, I'm a very big fan of podcasts. And uh, like when they first started coming out and I suggested to my friends, like, why don't we just sit down for an hour a week and, and, you know, just chat and like make it a thing, get pizza, get beer and just enjoy being with each other. And it just kind of exploded from there. So the listener really kind of comes a fly on the wall with you hanging out with your friends. And that's, that's kind of where the, like really where we wanted it to be. You know, we wanted it to be, you know, you listen to a lot of podcasts nowadays and you know, I'm, I'm in a ton of podcast groups on Facebook and that, you know, that's how I met our friend Steve Joyner who connected us mm-hmm. and you, you go on these, these pages and it's all about, well, I want to make money. I want to, you know, interview famous people. Like it's very, it's a business. Right. And I can respect it because everybody wants to be like your Joe Rogans and stuff like that, where you're, you know, making a ton of money podcasting. We do it for fun. And then the growth just came much more organically for us just because people can tell when you're genuine about something, especially something you're passionate about. You can't go on and just be the know-it-all of something that, you know, <laughs> well, maybe I don't have all my facts straight. One of those, because after a while, the, the listener can kind of sense when things are a little inauthentic. Oh, absolutely. You know, like we have three shows, like you mentioned, um, one show is just about movies. So it's like me and my best friends who we've been talking about movies with each other since we were 12. Like that was like our friendship. And it was like just something that we did. And he brings so much like factual knowledge and just like fun facts about movies that I could never, ever know. But I bring structure to the episode. So we we feed off each other and, and people can feel our friendship and our relationship through through listening and then we do the multiverse fan cast, which is just about superheroes and, and comic book movies and just all those fun things. And we all bring something different to the table. And that, that's really what makes it so authentic. You know, I could, I could do a podcast by myself where I'm just talking to, to basically the audience and just saying what I know, but it's, it's having that person in the room that challenges you and, you know, calls you out, but also like at the same time encourages you. It's, it's a lot of fun. And it's a great dynamic to have so many different voices in the room with you. And MF Uncensored kind of fills in the gaps between the, the other two podcasts. So MF Uncensored is, is our latest show and it's, it's arguably become our biggest endeavor and also our, our biggest show to, to date. It started off with, we wanted to create a show because two of our shows are very family friendly. We don't, we don't use profane language. We don't tackle very sensitive topics in them. You know, you're talking about a superhero, you know, superhero movie. You can only get so right. um, in depth with stuff like that. And we wanted to create a show where we, we just kind of talked about what was going on with us and, and how life was. Cause the world's a crazy place right now. Like it's, it's, and it's, it's very, um, it's very, I don't want to say politically correct, but you always have to be careful with what you say. We wanted to find a, an avenue where we can not only discuss things with each other that we maybe don't agree on, but also bring in people that have unique stories. And that, that's why MF Uncensored is so much fun. We've had um, survivors of a domestic abuse, of addiction. We've had authors. We've had movie stars. We've had comedians. We've had retired police officers. And I'm sure you've known a couple of them. Like you and I have interviewed a couple of the same people and just – they bring so they bring so much to like little things like um just we talked about Larry Hankin. You and I both spoke to Larry Hankin, coolest dude in the world, but like he went on a, a 20 minute discussion about the movie Annie. <laughs> like it's not friends, not Billy Madison, but we we managed to get out of him a story about him and his costume designer on Annie 
arguing and then fighting with each other about his costume. And it was the, it was something just so unique and something that like people just don't know. And that's the whole point. We, we started MF Uncensored because we wanted people to, uh, to hear just other parts of the world and kind of just enjoy other people's stories. And that's really what it's about. Other people's stories. Which one was the first podcast that you did that of the three? Did you do the multiverse fan cast? We started with the multiverse fan cast, like six or seven years ago. And, um, it was me and my, my friend, Ronnie, who's uh, the co-founder of the misfit faction with me. And God, it, it, we sucked. (laughs) We, we got like this cheap, uh, blue Yeti snowball microphone. We were in a gigantic room and just taking turns, leaning in, saying our thing and then leaning back. So the other person can no, uh, no fancy tech, no headphones, no nothing. And our first episode, we actually re-released it when we launched everything or relaunched everything. And it's, it's funny to listen to now, but we started the show and we did not, podcasting is a very in, involved art. Sure. It is, it's not like it was 10 years ago where it was, you make a show, you put the show somewhere and that was it. And then things just, now it's, well, I'm trying to find sponsors. I'm trying to find advertisers. Do I do video? Do I do audio? Where am I putting it? Like, what kind of service am I using? And is Patreon and this and that. And it becomes a second job. And I don't think we were really ready for that at the time. So we ended up, ironically, all moving into a house together. Myself, our friend Ronnie, and our friend Sean, who co-hosts Cinematic Adventures with me. And we figured, hey, we moved into a house together. We're going to podcast all the time. Twice, twice in four years, we, we booted up the microphones. And unfortunately we had a bad experience where we recorded an entire episode for almost an hour and a half and something happened with the audio and it just didn't take. And we didn't realize it until afterwards. And we were so discouraged and we never wanted to record again. But then like a lot of people, COVID hit and just spending time apart from each other before beforehand. Cause I moved out. I, I, you know, my wife and I moved in together. Um, cause I, she didn't want to move into a house with three other dudes. It was really weird. I don't know. That's, that's her business. But, um, we found ourselves all doing separate things and we were like, you know what, now's the time to do something together. So we created the misfit faction where my wife has a book page that she manages where she does book reviews and uh, author posts and she's doing her thing on Instagram. We started back up the multiverse fan cast. We started a brand new show called cinematic adventures where we talked about movies and then MF uncensored just came out of nowhere. And now here we are, we have a, a website where we're updating articles. We're doing YouTube. We're doing, we're doing TikTok. Like I'm 34 years old. I shouldn't be doing TikTok, <laughs> but, but here I am, you know, scrolling through trying to, put together videos on TikTok for seven seconds. And it's, it's crazy just, you know, and you're, you're a podcaster. And I've been on your website. Like I went on your website and I was blown away. I was like, man, he's got categories for his podcast. He's got like fun puns all over the place. He's got a store sponsor links. Like I was like that, that's the kind of website. That's the kind of look I would love to get. And, and that's why I like doing things like this because talking to another podcaster about podcasting, is one of the coolest things you're ever going to do in my very humble opinion. <laughs> and nobody approaches it the same way. Everybody's got their own ideas. And that's the coolest thing. It's not like, you know, it's like almost talking to like directors talking to directors right? where they're talking about how, like you talk to a director, like Quentin Tarantino has his own unique style and look. Then you talk to Steven Spielberg, both great directors, 
both totally different. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the idea of talking to other podcasters, especially when you're not talking, like you go on Facebook and you talk uh, in those podcast groups that I was mentioning, it's all about check out my show, check out my show, check out my show. It's not so much like, let's, let's talk, let's connect. Let's, let's talk about what we do. Listen to my, th- to my show. I'll listen to yours and we'll, you know, collaborate. We'll do this. So it, it's fun talking to podcasters because there's no more passionate and uh, more well-spoken group that you'll ever meet. I, I think when you get to the point where you're just kind of going through the motions, then it's time to just turn off the mic and go, okay, mm-hmm. I had a good run. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done here. Yeah. I mean, like if you're still bringing a lot of passion, a lot of energy to it, like who, who cares if you're making money off of it. Cool. Awesome. That's always a goal. And I'm, I'm not one of those. I'm a realist. Like would I love to, to do podcasting for, you know, 12 hours a day and get paid for it and support my wife, support my home. Like, yeah, absolutely. But I still got my day job. And unfortunately podcasting has become a saturated market and you have to, if you're not bringing the right energy, people can tell and they'll just go to the next podcast. So yeah. that's why, like I said, I, I'm not trying to toot your horn just cause I'm on your show graciously, <laughs> but your, your website caught me immediately. And like, I found myself wanting to look at more at it. And I think that's really the goal. Cause you can feel your style, your unique outlook and just like it, it caught me. And that's the goal, right? If I go onto your website, you want me to be like, Hey, I want to click on this. I want to check this out. I want to see this. So it, it's, it's a very good indicator. Like I always do research before I talk to somebody, whether it's them on my show and I want to you know, look at some of their catalog or whatever, but I, I felt much more confident about just being on here with you just by looking at your website, which is a big deal for me. Thank you very much. And we'll take this moment to thank podpage.com for that creation. <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> so I was going to say that I guess the cinematic adventures podcast was probably a normal outgrowth of the multiverse fan cast because they were making so many superhero movies. Yeah. So it, it's funny you say that because ironically we started cinematic adventures and then the world shut down. <laughs> so it, it actually turned into a great opportunity for us to take a step back and be like there, you can watch, you can listen to any podcast and they're talking about the movie that's coming out this week. So we instead went back in time and we were talking about some of our favorite childhood movies. Uh, we just did an episode on the Godfather's 50th anniversary. Like mm-hmm. it, it's one of the, the hidden blessings that, you know, there aren't as many movies coming out, but uh, my co-host Sean on that show, he, he always gives me a hard time. because he's like, well, we could talk about a comic book movie, but we don't do that here because that's kind of the unwritten rule that uh, we don't talk about comic book movies on cinematic adventures. But, and then, you know, same thing happened on multiverse though, where, we found ourselves at a point where we had to wait six months for another Marvel movie or another TC movie. And it, it also gave us a unique challenge where we had to find new topics for our show. Cause when we first started multiverse five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, we, um, we were going off the TV shows and we were doing weekly. Re- at one point we were doing four episodes a week, 45 minutes to an hour. And we, we didn't know how to edit. We didn't know it. Like, so it was a huge learning curve for us. But, um, now the shows we, we rotate through, um, topics. We have fan interaction, you know, fans tell us what they want to hear, what they like, what they didn't like, you know, social media has been a, a blessing for all of our shows where it's a chance to really connect with your fans and just have some fun. Every week we do a fan feedback Friday on our Facebook pages and we, like dozens of responses to sometimes really silly questions. Like, you know, 
which superhero would win in a fight against this superhero? And you'd see like, grown men are jumping in like Batman could never beat Superman. I'm like, and I'm sitting there just laughing because it's just so much fun. And, and that's really the, the point to have fun, to build a following and build a, like a community. And that's what we're trying to do. What kind of movies did you like watching when you were growing up? Oh man, you, we, I don't think we have enough time for me to do this. No. Um, I was always. Give me a top, why don't you give me a top three if you, if, or three to five? If that's all, all right. So my here. top three movies, and this is the weirdest, most random list you're ever going to get. Um, okay. My favorite movie as a child was actually Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. My mom told me tell me that I used to want to watch that movie all the time as a little kid. Like it was just one of those Rick Moranis at like his peak and just, you know, the escapism, the, you know, the world's bigger than everything else. So like, it, that was just me as a kid. I also, I can't even deny Ghostbusters was one of my biggest and still is one of my biggest movie inspirations of all time. We've done episodes on it. I cried at the newest Ghostbusters movie. Um, it's just one of those movies that just really holds a special place in my heart. Uh, the original Superman by Richard Donner with Christopher Reeves. Okay. There was just something about, it was the first Superman or superhero movie I ever saw as a kid. And Man, if you didn't want to be Superman or if you didn't want to see Christopher Reeves, like, I don't even know what's, what's going on in your head. Like, he was, he was Superman. And to see it as a child, especially, you know, when I was young, my parents got divorced. And that was a big impact on me and, and trying to find that escapism. And uh, Superman was, was my biggest. And Superman still to this day is my favorite superhero just because I have such great memories as a child of him. And that's the kind of energy and the kind of emotion I try and bring to our shows. Like, yeah, a lot of people, when I was growing up, I got made fun of for liking comic books and, and it's childish, it's nerdy, it's this and that. But now we're at this golden age where Spider-Man makes $3 billion at the box office. I'm exaggerating, but like, not really. <laughs> like we live in this great age where, where suddenly these are the things that everybody's going to see and everybody's talking about. And I'm the, the nerd still going, have, have you heard my podcast? I do a podcast, just so you guys know. <laughs> I must be like a bit of a purist when it comes to like superhero movies that I, I agree with you. I thought Christopher Reeve was like the best Superman. But like with, with Batman, I mean, a lot of the other ones, I know they everybody said, oh, it's based on a graphic novel. It's not the TV show. I'm like, but I like the TV show. <laughs> I like the Adam West. <laughs> and you know what though? Like I used to be like, I used to be the biggest purist. I used to hate when they took like, a, a character that I loved and they did something different. Like that when they cast Chris Evans as Captain America, I was like, no, 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 no. And then he kills it in the role. I had to take a step back myself and be like, you know what? It's just an alternate take on this, on this beloved character. At the end of the day, my character's still there. It just may not be the interpretation I like. But on Cinematic Adventures, we did an episode on Batman and Robin, which is a movie I despise. I hate that movie with such a passion. I'll sit down and watch it with a beer in my hands and uh, play the, uh, the Batman and Robin drinking game. But I hate it. I just hate it so much. But my best friend, he loves it. We'll watch it and we get a couple of beers. And <laughs> it's not my Batman, but he loves it. He'll, he'll admit it's, it's not the best movie, but it's just... It makes him happy. So, and that's the way that I kind of approach, especially superhero movies or Star Wars nowadays. That's one of the most divisive uh, fan cultures you'll ever meet. Sure. You know, Star, Star Wars fans are the most, as, as much as a Star Wars fan as I am there, they can be a very toxic community. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird sometimes. Like you talk to somebody, about, especially about the new Star Wars movies, and they either love them or they hate them and you're wrong, you're right. It's, it's, 
like Civil War. <laughs> and it's Star Wars. I, I want to circle back to something that you said just uh, about a minute ago. Enlighten me as to what the Batman and Robin drinking game is. So there, there are several, actually. Um, several, okay. one, my personal favorite is you take a drink every time Arnold Schwarzenegger does a, a cold pun. So like whenever he says like, cool party, you take a drink. You know, <laughs> the Iceman cometh, take a drink. Uh, every time you see bat nipples, that's another one. Whenever you see the bat nipples on the suit, you got to take a drink. So th- there's a ton of them you can find. We want to do an actual episode where we do a drinking game to one of our favorite movies, but we're afraid that we're not going to make it to the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, you might have an interesting ending to that episode. <laughs> if I can actually remember how to, you know, stop the, rec- it just keeps recording as we're throwing up in the bathroom, just still going. <laughs> Why are you carrying the microphone around with you? Cause I didn't know the show ended. Yeah. Sorry. Did you turn that off? Of course I did. Why would you think that? <laughs> oh, I never turn the microphone off. I never turn it off. Cause that's always when I get the funniest stuff at the very end of our episodes where we think we're all done. And that's actually how MF Uncensored started. It started as an idea of just us sitting around talking. Because we, we found that we, on podcast night, all right, we're going to record at 7 o'clock. We're all going to meet at 6.30. We found ourselves talking from 6.30 to 7.30, just chatting and just, you know, shooting the, the stuff. And we're like, this would be a great show. Like, this is, this is funnier than our show sometimes. And that's how, that's how MF Uncensored actually started. And then we connected with Steve and he gave us so much material that we actually have a catalog of interviews to come out. We are, we have shows coming out all the way up to, I want to say the end of March. And that's just shows we've already done and shows we've recorded and just, it's been such a blast and such, such a learning curve too, for us who were never an interview based show. You brought up an interesting point uh, about with having co-hosts and, you know, because you're also in different combinations, that chemistry is definitely has to be there. I remember uh, one of the guys I interviewed, uh, Mike Spedden, uh, a foul players radio, and he, he was doing a show with like a much younger person. And he said, he said, I'm older than him. He, he doesn't get the music that I like. So it's like, if I make a reference, I would just get the blank look. So, you know, and you're doing it with buddies. So like, you, you know, the inside jokes, you know, like what, what you can pick on somebody a little oh, yeah. bit if you wanted to. Oh yeah. I mean, I think, you know, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of great solo podcasters. There are, there are people that can get on a microphone 30, 35 minutes and just, you know, talk about anything. And there are some great interviewers. Some people do really well. Like my wife, she doesn't podcast actively, but she has a, she has training as a forensic interviewer of all things. And when she does shows with me, she did an amazing show with uh, an author, Neil Getzlow, who wrote a book uh, called Unmasked. Mm -hmm. And she like, she was fantastic. And to the point where I'm hosting the episode, but I just kind of sat there and I watched her do the interview. And I think that, Having a team, having a group of people, having a support system is is really for us especially is just the best. And it's it's our buddies, it's 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 friends. And like I said, if somebody can do a solo podcast, that's awesome. That's impressive. I respect it, if anything, because I don't think I could ever do it because it requires a special skill set. And the best thing about our shows is that we have a team that that complements each other. Right. So Multiverse Fancast has three hosts, myself included, our uh, my co-founder, Ronnie, and we call him unofficial third podcast host, Rob, because he started almost as like a part time and now he's full time. But we, we still run the joke. And, you know, Rob's a teacher. 
So he's really good at when we do an episode, here's the structure, here's what we're doing. Um, here's some of the topics. My friend Ronnie's really good at keeping us on track because I tend to, as you can tell, and I'm sure your listeners can tell, I like to talk and I can talk. <laughs> and also when I talk about things like movies or superhero things, I, I need somebody to be like, all right, check the time here. We were running low. So, and then I bring a set of just knowledge and facts and, and fun facts, especially about superhero things. So it's, it's great that we have a team that we bounce off each other and we work with each other and it's never like butting heads in the studio. Did you guys ever get into any like serious debates during one of your shows? We, we did. Um, we were talking, we did an episode about the, the Marvel Netflix shows and of all things, we got into a huge debate about the character, the Punisher. And I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Punisher, but he's one of those more violent uh, heroes. And, you know, conversation came up, especially because at the time it, it was a very active political climate, especially with, with the police and the way that they interacted with the public. And that started to seep in and to the point where we had to stop the conversation because it, it started to get into almost uh, debate territory. But for the most part, we, we can argue or disagree about superheroes like my friend Rob. He's a huge Marvel fan. He loves Marvel. The running joke is like, he'll say something about Marvel and then I'll call him out because he's a Marvel fanboy, but I'm a DC guy. So like, he'll do the same to me when I'm like, no, the DC movies aren't that bad. He's like, are, are they, are they not though? <laughs> so like, we have a really good back and forth. And I think, you know, if, if your friends can't call you out on a podcast that gets broadcasted all over the world to millions of people, you know, what kind of friends are they? Right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So do you have a favorite episode so far? I know you've got a, a lot under your belt. Um, I would say I have two favorite episodes. Both of them were from MF Uncensored. And uh, one was when we interviewed Neil. He, you know, we just did a second interview with Neil Getzlow uh, with his wife. And if, if, you, if you hear our episodes and you know Neil's story, it, it's, it was yeah. impactful. It was especially, you know, my wife and I interviewed him both times and then him and his wife. And it was just a very powerful and just really um, a touching episode to the point where I actually had somebody in real life approach me, somebody that listened to our show, who um, younger kid about, I, I work with kids, just so you guys know, um, I'm stationed in a high school and uh, she came up to me, she's 17, young, young lady, and she must be an actress when she gets older. And she told me like how powerful that episode was. And I was like, that was my first interview ever. Like to, to have like somebody actually have such a huge response. So that, that was one of my favorites. And then the second one we just did with a, another author by the name of Justin Arnold. And, um, he's a, a survivor of, of traumatic childhood abuse. And he, he wrote a book, he started his own business and he's happily married. And we talked to him for almost an hour and a half, just like just connecting with him. So I think of all my episodes, cause I've had some really great episodes. I've had some not great episodes and I'm, I'm sure you who's spoken to people, sometimes interviews, especially they can go well, and then they can go completely dead and you're, you're really pushing and you're trying and you're, you're trying to pull things out and it's just not working. But, um, yeah, those two episodes, like even just sitting here right now with you, I'm like getting like chills and goosebumps just cause they, they were powerful and they're really cool stuff. And that's kind of, it's empowering to me considering I was talking about superheroes a month ago and now here I am interviewing people who have such incredible stories to tell. As we were saying earlier, you know, about podcasting being great for stories. 
And uh, I've actually spoken to Neil as well. So I didn't get to meet his wife, Amy, but that uh, seems like a very nice person. But it, it's funny because you kind of have your own vision for your show. And then you have a guest like that and your show just kind of takes a whole different angle. You know, you're, you're like, wow, I'm, I'm making people aware of this horrible thing that happened to somebody and, and showing how they were resilient and that they came over and then they, that there is hope at the end. And you know, you feel like Oprah a little bit at the end. <laughs> I wish I had her money at least, but um, yeah, no. Like, you, you get you a podcast. You get a podcast. <laughs> I think I had a meme that actually said that once that I posted, but um, you know, it, it, you nailed it on the head though. Like to, to think where I would be and just to talk to people that really, like who, who overcame just, and that's like the coolest thing, you know, everybody deals with struggles. Everybody deals with challenges in their own way. Like, um, you know, my wife and I got married during COVID. That was a struggle. Just wow. trying to get that done. Um, there's a whole story there, but, uh, I'm not going to bore anybody with, uh, my COVID wedding, but, um, you know, everybody's dealing with different things and, and to hear people, especially, you know, like somebody like Neil and you know, his story and, uh, this other guy, Justin, who I just spoke to, to, to hear them tell stories that most people would not make it through. Like Neil, like Neil and I talked, I was like, Neil, your average person would not have gone through what you went through and still come out on the other side, especially with your marriage intact. Like if right. you know Neil's story, um, his, his marriage survived and, and got strengthened through all this. And I was like, man, that's the coolest thing. The coolest thing is that you're showing people that there's hope and there's a chance and in a world where it's nothing but bad news all the time. And we can, you know, spend hours talking about, you know, turning on, just turning on the news nowadays, but to, to have hope and to have somebody that, you know, did it and served and made it through, like, it's just cool. And it's inspiring. And it's one of the biggest reasons that, you know, I'm up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning editing my podcast, or I'm, you know, filling in interviews at, you know, 930 at night or whatever it is like it's all worth it when suddenly I have a conversation with somebody even you know like right now having a conversation about my show this is cool man like I've ne I never thought somebody would be like yo can you can you come on my show to talk about your show <laughs> like for those of you guys who obviously people don't know our email exchange was I emailed you and you were like yeah, I, you know, I would love to connect with you but I think you'd be really good on my show like that was the email response I got I was like Wait, what? <laughs> like total reverse. Of, it's like you pulled the Uno reverse card. I wasn't even ready. <laughs> Draw four. <laughs> oh man, not again. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting when Paul reached out to me and I saw like what his show was about and it, a lot of it had to do, you know, what I saw with, uh, with comic books, you know, superheroes and, and movies. And I don't see as many movies as I get to, lately you know so there, mm -hmm. there are some here and there but that's what i said well you know he's a guy who's probably got some great insight as to like the different types of things that are going on in movie land and uh with, with superhero land so plus you know anything else that has uh come along with that so that's why i said yeah come on now <laughs> oh, you know what? it was perfect and like i said it, it's it's really an honor for me because i don't it's weird to be on the opposite end of it sometimes and it's it's humbling like my wife was making fun of me because i was like nervous she's like why are you nervous you you podcast like four hours a week like you you've been on like live shows you have videos on youtube like your job makes fun of you for it because this is what you do in your spare time. And I'm like, I've never, 
I've never had somebody that wanted to be like, Hey, talk about your show. Like, cause it's like, that's a running joke. You know, podcasters are always like, do you want, do you want to hear about my podcast? And everybody's like, no, <laughs> your friends and family. No. <laughs> Did you like my page on Facebook? No. So it, it really is. It's again, humbling is the best word to, and just an honor really just to be chatting with you tonight. Oh, I'm glad to have you here too. So, uh, you know, it's funny when uh, you have a conversation with people and they have no idea what a podcast is and you have to explain to them what exactly it is. So what is it that you're doing? Are you on the radio? No, I'm not on the radio. I'm on the internet radio. It's the same thing. <laughs> but it's funny you say that because it, you know, 10 years ago, that's how it was. I found podcasts by accident. I found podcasts by searching for one of my favorite TV shows at the time was a show called Heroes. Okay, I know sure. Not shocking, everyone. <laughs> but, um, and I remember I was on iTunes because that's what it was at the time, iTunes. Not Apple Podcasts, iTunes. And I typed in Heroes and something came up. It was a show called Tenth Wonder. And it was a, sh- it was a podcast about the show that I was watching. So I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. Hooked. Hooked immediately. Followed these guys for the rest of their careers uh, doing podcasts, but no, nobody knew what a podcast was. Mm-hmm. Now you fast forward. We watched the newest Ghostbusters movie. There's a character in the, sh- in the movie called Podcast. That's his name. <laughs> and literally when they asked, well, why do they call you podcast? Because I have a podcast. Oh, okay. Like nothing. Like it was, oh, okay, I got you. It's, it's such an amazing time where if you have a voice and an opinion and, and just you put in a little work, People can hear you and, and hear what you have to say. You, you, you tweaked the little trivia nerve in my brain just a second ago. Were you a fan of the original Heroes or the, the second time around? Oh, we don't talk about the second time around. No, this is the original Heroes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I feel, I feel so much better. I was going to say, like, this interview is over. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we don't talk about Heroes Reborn in here. If, if it makes you feel any better, I know that we're doing video right now. I have a hero's sword. I have a replica of the sword used in heroes in the studio on the other side. Really? So if I had known you were a fan, I would have had, I would have been wearing it actually just for you. <laughs> Did you have a favorite hero in that show? I was a big fan of Peter Petrelli played by uh, Milo Ventimiglia, who yeah. uh, obviously now a lot of people know from the show. This, this is us. This is us yeah. Yeah. But um, he was such a, I, I'm a sucker for the, uh, like the Superman or the Captain America type hero. Just, the genuinely good person. And he was the most powerful character in the show for most of it, but he was the nicest guy. He was a hospice nurse and then an EMT. Like I was like, that's the kind of person I want to be. I want to be like Captain America. I want to be like Superman. I want to just be one of those, those people that just is good for the sake of being good and the sake of character and just people respect and, and want to just be around and that's how I kind of approach life with, you know, with my job, with my wife. I just want to be somebody that does the right thing and does the good thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you had heard this. You probably did. I mean, having listened to uh, podcasts about it, the creator of that show said they only had a limited amount of episodes in mind, but it caught on so quickly that they had to create more. So that's how they got into a lot of the, the heroes' backstories and everything like that, just, just for creating more content. Oh yeah. Tim, Tim Crane, the, the creator, he 
like he, he went on t- a lot of different shows and he talks a lot about how, how heroes exploded out of nowhere yeah. and they weren't ready for the, the big explosion of popularity. That's why season one is fantastic. Yes. But then season two suffered because there was the writer's strike, the big writer's strike in America at the time. You know, a lot of shows around that time, like I'm a big fan of Supernatural, the show that was on for 15 seasons. Um, and their season three, same thing, suffered because of the writer's strike. And a lot of shows did. And Heroes just never recovered, unfortunately. And the, the quality just started to dip and they weren't sure what to do. They had a plan for season one. They had a plan for season two that got derailed. And then they didn't know what they wanted to do afterwards. Was it Skylar? That was the... Uh, oh, yeah. The yeah uh, Zachary Quinto, Skylar, yeah. Right. And, and like, he was a bad guy. And then he was a good guy. And then he was a bad guy. And he was a good guy. He suffered, he suffered the, the, the quintessential popular character issue. If a character is popular, they will keep them on the show for as long as they can. A character like Siler was so popular because of how bad he was that they wanted to keep him on the show, but they're like, we don't want people to get bored from him, so let's make him good this season. <laughs> oh, but he's actually still really bad at the end of the season, but he's, but he's also, he's got a good side. So you watch a lot of shows, especially shows that go on for too long. Yeah. And the popular characters, they don't know what to do with, but they want to keep them on. That, that unfortunately was a show that, yeah, it, it suffered because of that. I think if it had ended a little bit sooner, like, like you said, maybe after the first two seasons, mm. and even if you kind of took the best of, what was it? A couple, was it four or five? I think five seasons, I want to say. Yeah. And if you take like, the best of that and kind of condensed it in those two seasons, you probably would have had this... Incredible. Well, it's funny. Like nowadays you have shows that do only eight, nine, 10 episodes and they're better quality for it. Like my right. wife and I just watched uh, the Witcher on Netflix. Okay. And season two is only like eight episodes, but because it's so short, they keep it tight. They keep it like, here's our story. Here's where we're going. Some shows just do better when they have less to work with. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where the streaming networks get smart. So as long as, you know, they're not going to give you a 50 episode season where after a while it's like, okay, is this over yet? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. We watched the show uh, Lucifer that started on network TV and then moved to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So season like one had 18 episodes or something along those lines. And then like one of the seasons had like 24 episodes and we found ourselves just like, this is tedious. Like we're watching this and it's a procedural. So it's the same thing every episode and it's Netflix now. So we're trying to like power through and we found ourselves just like, this is too much, (laughs) just way too much. You know what? Let's go to something a little bit happier. So since we were both podcasters, I'm sure there are some podcasts that you like checking out when you're not busy working on (laughs) any of the three that you're uh, involved with. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because that, that almost took a back seat once I really started doing production work. But um, a couple of shows that I really enjoy. Um, there's a show that a buddy of mine does called Hey Pal, What's New? And it's uh, him and his friend. They literally, it's just, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's the two of them every week. They just get together. Hey man, what's going on? Like that's their, then that's their show. They talk about things that they're watching, things that they're doing. They talk about life and stories. And it's just a, a really, it's a fun show. So if you ever get a chance to check it out at Hey Pal, What's New? Um, and then another show that I really, really enjoyed was uh, the, the one that I've probably listened to the longest is The Crossroads. The Crossroads is a supernatural fan show. And I listened to it for six years. They're still doing episodes, even though the show ended. They, they're just really passionate. They have their own network and they, they're like really successful podcasters with what they do. And then one last show, I definitely have to shout out uh, our friends at Waffle Punch. Waffle Punch is one of the, 
I don't know what caught me about it, but obviously the name was like the first thing. And they do a very similar uh, show that we do for Multiverse Fancast where they talk superheroes and movies and stuff like that. But they also bring in a religious aspect. And I'm not a very religious guy. Mm-hmm. So it's always interesting, though, to hear parallels and hear other people's perspectives. So those, those are the three shows that you'll find me listening to when uh, I'm not working on one of ours. All right. Now, now finally, we, we, we get to your favorite part. I know you were waiting for this. You, you, you wore the T-shirt for it, by the way. I, I, did, I did. He's wearing a Misfit Faction T-shirt, folks. <laughs> and it is called Shameless Self-Promotion. Shameless Self-Promotion. And this is where you can let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. So it's funny you say that because we actually have a running joke in our show wherever we talk about like a previous episode in any regard, you'll just hear me start going shameless plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. So I appreciate that you have a whole section about it. <laughs> so the easiest way to find us is our website, the misfitfaction.com. There you'll find links to all of our shows. So you can listen to episodes directly on there. You can find our articles, our reviews. Um, we're, we're getting ready to open up our store. That's actually uh, something that has not been announced yet. So you get first dibs at that one, Jim. Um, our store is opening up and is going to go live hopefully in the next two weeks. But um, you can also find us on Facebook, Misfit Faction, uh, Multiverse Fancast, Cinematic Adventures. We host on Podbean. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. And Instagram, we have a lot of fun on Instagram. We tried TikTok, so you can come make fun of us on that. And uh, obviously YouTube, all the Misfit Faction, you'll find us pretty easy. And that is Paul Maglietta. He is the head of the Misfit Faction. You've got three podcasts to choose from if you want to check his shows out. So, Paul, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jim. It was a blast. Be a rebel. Follow the show at Pollution on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, or maybe you just started listening and you want to catch up on some of the old episodes, you'll notice on some of the earlier episodes of Too Many Podcasts, I would do Sherpa Suggestions, and that's usually a list of shows that very often tie into the theme of whatever the show is that I'm doing that week. Well, I got to thinking, and I figured, you know, some people look at the podcast charts, and they're wondering about, what about this show? What about that show? Sometimes you see the title of a podcast, and you're like, am I going to like something like this? Well, that's where I come in. And this is where we get to introduce to you this week... Sherpa Samples. Little fanfare there? Okay, great. (laughs) Anyway, it's when I actually get to sample an episode of a podcast. And those are the ones that are usually on the charts somewhere or things that look kind of interesting. And I mean, my job here isn't to review them. And I would let you know what you can expect. So I figure I'm just lending a helpful hand. What would I start with with the first episode of Sherpa Samples? Well, I figured the obvious choice was the podcast that everybody seems to be talking about. Uh, We talk about this host all the time, even when we're not recommending his show. And uh, a lot of the guests that he's their favorite podcaster and I think you know who I'm talking about and it's Joe Rogan and the name of the podcast is The Joe Rogan Experience. Now, The Joe Rogan Experience 
is exclusively available on Spotify. So if you don't have a Spotify account and you don't want one, you're probably not going to find it in most of your podcast apps. Or sometimes they'll have some episodes, but not all of them. But Spotify is where you want to go if you want to catch the Joe Rogan experience. I checked out the episode with Joe interviewing Adam Curry. Now, Adam Curry, for those of you who don't know, was an MTV VJ back when they played music on MTV back in the day. And I guess they've known each other for a while. So they had a lengthy conversation, but that's what a lot of the shows are. They're lengthy conversations. These shows run about three hours. <laughs> I don't know if I could be interviewed for three hours. I think I would just surrender myself to the police after about 45 minutes, but that's just me anyway. So it's not really a classic interview format. It's just really a conversation between Joe and whomever his guest is that week. So I don't know if you like the interview style or you don't like the interview style and you just basically want to be a fly on the wall and hear what these two people have to say, whatever you like. Now, Joe has a reputation also for having guests with opinions that might seem a little bit outside of the mainstream. So sometimes they can be a little interesting, a little controversial, you know, I, however you look at the world. I can't tell you what to think of those people. Maybe there will be episodes where you can see opposite sides of the same coin or whatever. You know, that, that entirely is up to you. The people who really don't want to listen to the show are people who don't like three-hour-long podcasts, <laughs> or if you don't want to be dealing with Spotify, or you don't like a lot of strong language, because there is a good share of that in the show. I personally find Joe Rogan pretty interesting. I would love to have him as a guest on this show. He's he's definitely led an interesting life between being a stand-up comedian, being an actor on TV, being the host of Fear Factor, being involved in MMA, and also doing his podcast for all this time that he has. You know, you know, I have more of a problem with the podcast hosts who are trying to be like him. It's like, don't do that. Just be yourself and let Joe Rogan do Joe Rogan. So let me know what you think. If you want, message me on social media and tell me, what did you think of the podcast? You know, if it's something that you want to recommend to people, is it something where you might want to say, stay away? Everybody's going to have different opinions on this one, I'm sure. It's a very polarizing kind of show. I enjoyed it, but I just don't have patience for a three-hour podcast. <laughs> that was really my, uh, my number one gripe, but such is life. There's plenty of three-hour podcasts out there, and there's plenty of 20-minute podcasts out there. So that's our inaugural segment of Sherpa Samples. If there's a podcast that you'd like me to check out that you might be curious about, you can message me on social media, at Sherpolution, of course, and I'll have a listen to it. And also, guess what? If you're a person with a podcast and you'd like me to listen to it and uh, maybe we'll talk about it and maybe you want to come on the show, maybe we can work something out. I'm wide open for stuff like that. But either way, just keep your ears open and uh, give everything a listen. Thanks a lot. On to the outro. A very special thanks to Paul Maglietta of The Misfit Faction for coming by. Make sure you check out the podcasts in his network. And a very special thanks to all of you for listening. And you can hear any of these shows on podcast apps anywhere. And also my website, SherpaLution.com. They're all there from the beginning. Believe it or not, if you dare. <laughs> oh, uh, back, back to normal. Yes, and if you'd like to follow me on social media, Sherpolution is the word, of course. Twitter, Facebook, 
and Instagram. And you can see what's going on with the show. And most, mostly every week or every couple of days or whatever. Whatever the mood strikes me. We hope you enjoyed listening to the show. And we will be back next week, of course, with another exciting interview. Thank you so much for coming. And if you can, leave me a nice review on Apple Podcasts or even on Stitcher if you're listening over there. Thanks so much, Mr. Bruce. Let's get out of here. Everybody, viva la revolution. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapelition. Viva la Chapelition. <laughs> oh. Yo, come back now, you hear?